Welcome back, guys and ghouls, to Riley Hamilton's 31 Days of Halloween, the absolute scariest podcast that you're legally allowed to listen to on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 31 original spine-tingling tales guaranteed to keep you spooked every single day throughout the month of October. Now you know what I need you to do. I need you to light a bunch of candles, draw a pentagram in your living room made of blood, tell your wife or your girlfriend or your husband to leave the room because you listen to Riley Hamilton's 31 Days of Halloween alone. If your husband asks you what you're doing, tell him you like to have some alone time during the month of October. Now I want you to mentally prepare yourself to get scared because Riley Hamilton's 31 Days of Halloween starts right now. It was Halloween night and Robert and Claire had decided to stay in and watch scary movies instead of going out and partying with all of their friends. They were usually two gigantic party animals who loved to dress up and go absolutely nuts on Halloween night with all of their friends. They would sometimes have the best costumes of all of their friend group because they were so creative. They would do things like really, really work hard on their Halloween costumes. And the friends that would not put as much effort into their costumes would sort of be ashamed because these two, Robert and Claire, really killed it in terms of Halloween costumes. But this year, Robert and Claire were a little tired of the Halloween rat race. They didn't want to dress up and dress to the nines and impress all of their friends and party. So they decided to have just a nice little night indoors, just the two of them, and watch a scary movie. It was going to be so much fun. Robert suggested they watch The Last Jedi, which he found very horrifying and appalling. So they started The Last Jedi, and immediately they were completely scared. They could not believe that Ryan Johnson had been given a Star Wars movie, and that he had so thoroughly ruined it. Every single decision in the movie was shocking and horrifying, especially to such huge Star Wars fans like Claire and Robert. Right from the beginning, when Oscar Isaac tells that horrible joke that is so out of place in the Star Wars universe, Robert and Claire both screamed and threw popcorn at their TV. This was the perfect choice for a scary, scary movie because of how bad it was and how horribly it had set the whole new Star Wars franchise off track. But Robert and Claire noticed something while they were watching this shitty movie. Their stomachs were completely growling. Growling like some crazy werewolves that needed food. So Robert asked Claire, Hey, Claire, would you like to order some food in tonight? I don't really want to cook. Well, that sounds great, honey. I don't want to cook either. Let's have food delivered using a food delivery app. That sounds great, Claire, but which one? I have DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and Postmates. Well, you know what I'm going to say, Claire said. I think we should do Postmates. Claire loved Postmates. She thought it was above and beyond all of the other food delivery apps. They had a great selection of restaurants without too high of a service fee, and she thought all of the Postmates drivers were super friendly whenever she would order from them. I gotta say, Postmates, Claire said. Not Uber Eats, Robert said. He had been sort of an Uber Eats loyalist. Absolutely not, Claire said. Postmates has twice the amount of restaurants available, and their service fees are way less. It's just an overall better experience. Okay, Claire, I'll defer to you on this one. I don't really have a preference for food delivery app, as long as it delivers me some food. 
They both laughed together, and then they kissed. They were such a good compliment to each other, a perfect boyfriend and girlfriend. Then Robert happened to take a little peek over at the TV while he was kissing Claire, and he got completely scared and screamed. It was the scene in Last Jedi where Canto Bite was happening, the hands-down worst set of scenes in Star Wars history of all time, something that even the most avowed Ryan Johnson stan cannot defend. Just absolutely terrible. Then Claire peeked to see what Robert was screaming at, and she saw the screen, and Canto Bite was still happening. Ten minutes later, it was so insane that this long, long scene was so horrible, and she screamed too. Oh God, we better order Postmates soon. This is too scary of a movie, Claire said. And so they looked at the Postmates app and decided which food item they wanted to get. Pizza, they both said at the same time. They were in agreement, much like everything else in their relationship. These two were two peas in a pod that loved each other like two little peas in a two pods. We're like two peas and two pods, Robert said to Claire. I was just thinking that, Claire said. Two little peas and two little pods. And then they kissed again. Okay, let's order. I'm so hungry. My stomach's growling like a little werewolf, Robert said. Mine too, Claire said. And so they clicked a bunch of buttons and made sure that pizza would come to them through the Postmates app. In typical Postmates fashion, it would arrive within 35 to 45 minutes, the perfect amount of time. Uber Eats and Grubhub and DoorDash had wildly varying times, upwards of maybe one to two hours. Postmates was so consistent. It was just so clear that Postmates was the best of all of the food delivery apps. Can we turn on something else? Claire said. It's just so scary to think about how much money was wasted on Ryan Johnson to make this movie. I agree. I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to try to write it out, but I do think we should turn it off. How about we watch Rosemary's Baby instead? Perfect, Claire said. And then they turned on Rosemary's Baby. A sort of tamer, different type of movie, but still scary nonetheless. Then they settled in and almost forgot that they had ordered pizza, but like a Swiss watch that was perfectly tuned by a Swiss scientist, Postmates arrived right at 35 minutes. I'll go out and get it, Robert said. He needed a break from Rosemary's baby. It was kind of scary, actually. I'll go get it right now. Okay, my lovely, lovely little baby, Claire said. I'll see you in just two seconds of a lamb's tail shake. All right, Claire, baby. I'll be right back. And then Claire left the house. It was really dark outside for some reason outside of his house. He looked up and he saw that the street lamp that normally illuminated the entire street was out. Hmm, that's kind of strange, Robert said to himself. And then, to cap things off, a strange sort of harsh wind blew through their street, causing all of the leaves to shake and tremble a little bit. Robert held himself. He had no idea that it was cold outside and he sort of trembled, just like the leaves. Robert checked his phone to see where the Postmates delivery person was. He saw on the little map that was in the app that the Postmates driver must be coming down the street at that very moment. For some reason, he didn't want to stay outside for too long. The neighborhood was too quiet. People must have been out partying or something because there was just no activity in his neighborhood. Just a dark, cold street with rustling, sort of strange wind. Then he saw the headlights. This had to be the Postmates driver. He looked at his app and he confirmed it. But the Postmates car was going really fast down his normally sort of sedated street. The headlights were racing towards him and the car seemed like it was burning rubber. It was going so fast down the street. 
way faster than the 35 miles per hour that was permitted. Maybe the driver is just racing because he thinks that he's not coming in time and so he's going as fast as he could. So Robert stuck out his hand to show the Postmates driver that he was right here and that the driver didn't need to go that fast to get to him. He could slow down. Robert kept waving and waving, but the car was still speeding towards him, almost going maybe 60 miles per hour on this lonely road out front of his house. But then, like a stunt driver on a Fast and Furious movie, the person driving the car squealed the car to a stop, and the car skidded perfectly right in front of where Robert was standing on the street. It was a well-executed car maneuver, one of the best that Robert had seen in real life. It went from really fast to squealing stop and landed perfectly right in front of him. The car was beautiful. It was a red Chevy convertible with four wheels and a front grille that looked amazing. It was waxed to perfection, one of the best cars that Robert had ever seen. He was not a car guy by any means, but something about this car really enticed him. That's a beautiful car you have there, Robert said to the driver. Robert had not yet seen the driver because the street lights were out, and so the driver was still encased in a bit of shadow. It looked as if no one was actually driving the vehicle. But of course, that was really silly. Everyone had to have a driver for a car for them to move, right? Robert thought. I said, that's a beautiful car you have there, Robert said again. No answer. But now Robert watched as the driver door opened slowly with a old sort of creaking noise. Creak. And then the figure got out of the car. Why, thank you so much, this figure still encased in shadow said. This old thing? Why? This is one of my cars that I don't really care about as much, but thanks so much for calling it a nice car, the figure said. And then the figure approached him, holding a bag of food. And now, the light from inside of his house now cascaded down on this man, and he could see it, the Postmates driver. He just looked like a regular guy. Hey, it looks like you got some good food in here, the driver said. Amazing stuff. A big, gigantic pizza for you, the driver said. And someone else? He asked. Oh, yes, yes, uh, for me and uh, my girlfriend, Claire. We're going to eat pizza, and we've been watching horror movies since it's Halloween night. Oh, my God, that sounds fun, the driver said. What horror movie are you watching? Oh, well, it's kind of interesting, actually. We watch uh, The Last Jedi as a horror movie just because we think it's so bad. It's just something that we do usually on Halloween. Oh, that's really funny, the driver said. You thought Last Jedi was bad, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, of course. It was objectively bad, Robert said. I mean, there's, there's no way that you could defend it as being good. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, the driver said. Well, I guess I was one of those kooky people who thought that it was um, good, the driver said. And not just good, but maybe the best Star Wars movie ever. Robert just looked at him with his mouth agape. So I'll just, I'll grab that pizza from you, Robert said. 
Oh yeah, of course, yeah, the pizza. Gosh, where is my head at? The driver said. My name's John, by the way. Oh, nice. John, what a great name, Robert said. All right, I'll just grab that pizza from you. John handed it over. Hey, Robert, I got something I have to ask you. Robert had already started to turn back towards the house, but he looked back at John when he heard him say this. Oh yeah, what's that? I am so sorry to ask you of this, but can I come in and use your restroom? John said. Robert's mind went blank for a second. What had just been asked of him by this man? Robert was left in pure, pure befuddlement. And then, before he could even think, his natural inclination to be nice and helpful to people washed over him, and he said, without thinking, Why, sure you can, Robert said. Come on and use the bathroom. Oh my god, thank you so much, John said. I've been driving doing Postmates for about four hours now, and I haven't had a break to use the toilet, John said. Okay, yeah, yeah, just, um, just... Just come into the house for just a second, and, and definitely you can use the bathroom. Just uh, follow me, Robert said. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. I'll be quick. I, I promise. I'll just follow you. And so, Robert and John walked back into his home. Uh, honey, Claire, uh, just so you know and you're not scared or whatever, the, the Postmates driver, his name is John. Uh, this is him right here. Uh, he's going to be using our restroom. Claire turned her head slowly to look at them. She looked at her boyfriend, Robert, and then she looked shocked at the man who had just entered their home, the man that Robert had called John. Oh, okay, Claire said. Oh, hey, John, you're going to use our bathroom? Yeah, I was just going to use your bathroom if you don't mind, John said. And then Robert quickly glanced at the television while Claire and John were talking to each other, and he gasped. Claire had put back on The Last Jedi. Claire saw his face and then gave a little smirk. Yeah, I know we were watching Rosemary's Baby, but I had to go back. I just wanted to be really scared again watching that Canto Bite scene, Claire said. I just cannot get over the fact that Ryan Johnson managed to make a worse sequence than anything out of the prequels. Ooh, yeah, Claire, that that is interesting. Uh... We've actually got a uh, Last Jedi uh, defender over here, Claire. What? Claire said, and then she looked at John. You like Last Jedi? Well, John said, slightly out of sorts by this question. Well, I, I didn't just like it. I mean, I, I love it. I was already telling your, your wonderful boyfriend here, Robert, that I think it's... Uh, Maybe the best Star Wars movie ever. Claire gasped. She then looked at the TV, and the scene was the one where Rose Tico and Finn are riding bucking broncos of those horses after they let them loose on that casino planet. Claire looked at that scene and then looked back at John. You think this is good? Claire said. Well, you know, Canto Bite is actually the scene that unlocks the whole movie, John said. See, 
That whole speech that Rose gives about the military-industrial complex is an encapsulation of Ryan's philosophy on Star Wars, so he needed Canto Bight to express it. Robert and Claire gasped. Hey, John, uh, why don't you go use that restroom really quick, uh, and then you could maybe get back with your deliveries, Robert said. Oh, sure, sure thing. Oh, of course I will, John said. Yeah, I'll just let me just use your restroom. Robert and Claire remained silent as John walked in front of their television and went to the right to their hallway where the bathroom was. Robert and Claire just stared at each other. Finally, Claire got the courage to speak. How could you let that man into our home? Claire said. He's obviously absolutely insane. What is he doing here, Robert? Claire, I don't know. I completely blanked. We were out there, and I, I don't know even how it happened. He started talking about The Last Jedi, and he said it was his favorite film, and then he asked me to use my bathroom. I, I don't know what it was about me, but I just I felt compassion for him. It, it was a slip of the tongue, and I just said, yes, come inside. Oh my god, Robert. I think he's insane. He has to be. Wait, Claire, listen. They heard a humming from the bathroom. <laughs> Do you hear him humming? He's humming and it's coming from the bathroom, Claire said. He's humming Aquarello to Brazil by Aria Barrasso. That's the weird song that's in the Kando bite scene when they go to the casino, Claire said. The humming from the bathroom got louder. <laughs> oh my god. He's humming the part where Rose and Finn jump onto those horses and start riding them, and then that horrible little actor kid screams woo-hoo and lifts up his arm. I know what he's singing, Claire. I know what he's singing. I'm scared too, but what can we do? If he's insane, we have to do something, Claire said. We are what they grow beyond. Oh my god, did you hear that? What was that, Robert said. I think he was quoting Yoda in The Last Jedi. The scene where they burn that tree together and it's the most out of place, stupid force mentor conversation that's ever been made in the Star Wars universe. Robert's face went blank. Oh my God, Claire. We have to do something. Robert and Claire quickly ran to the kitchen and Robert opened their kitchen drawer as quietly as possible. Then, he found it. Their two biggest knives. The largest cooking knives they had. He grabbed one, and then he handed one to Claire. Then, they both put them behind their backs and went back into their living room. Right as they entered the living room, they heard their bathroom door open, and John walked back into the living room. So, I was just kind of thinking about it in there, John said. And I can understand why some people didn't like Last Jedi. It's because it sort of subverted your expectations for what you would expect from a normal Star Wars film. A lot of people who just wanted Star Wars to sort of continue on this familiar narrative that it's always been on, I could see why they'd be disappointed in The Last Jedi, John said. Oh my god, Robert said. And then he reached for Claire's hand. He thinks that the only thing that people might criticize about The Last Jedi was that it subverted our expectations. 
Robert, I'm so scared right now. John just looked at them, dead in the face, barely recognizing how terrified these hosts were that had let him in. You know force projection is a real thing in Star Wars, right? John said. It's completely part of the canon. It's in one of the authorized Star Wars books that Ryan Johnson read. Oh my god, Robert said. He was shaking all over. He held Claire as tight as he could, and both of them backed away, back towards the kitchen. I guess you guys didn't really notice when Luke was fighting Kylo Ren that he didn't make tracks on crate, John said. Claire screamed so loud that she knew the neighbors must be able to hear. Well, guys, John said, walking closer to them. I guess I'll be going, he said. Thanks so much for letting me use your restroom. And then he started heading towards the door. Claire and Robert both held each other and backed away from him as far as they could in their home. And John walked right by them. You know, it could be that Ryan Johnson only had one film, so he wasn't able to completely delve into all of the themes he wants to explore. So I'm sure he'll get a better chance to do that once he has his own trilogy, John said. Robert brought the knife from behind his back and held it out towards John. Get out of our house, Robert said. Get out of our house! You can't kill me, John said. You never will be able to. The love that people fake for The Last Jedi will continue on forever, and we'll keep gaslighting you all until history shows that Last Jedi was critically acclaimed and beloved by everyone, John said. Claire and Robert, in the throes of almost complete madness, at this evil stranger who had entered their home, clutched each other tight, and then they both watched as John started to fade away right in front of them. It was a slow fade, and then the brown robe that he had been wearing the entire time just floated softly to the ground in front of them. He was gone hopefully forever. John and Claire both breathed in deeply and then started to relax. Oh, thank God, Claire said. Claire, I love you. I'm so sorry I let that man into our house. That's okay, Claire said. Everybody makes mistakes, even Disney, when they bought the rights to Star Wars. And then Robert and Claire both hugged each other tightly. Claire, why don't we put on a Halloween costume and go out tonight? You just read my mind, Claire said. And then Claire walked over to the brown robe and put it on. She was going to dress like her hero, Luke Skywalker, before Ryan Johnson ruined him. The End
scary story. I can't believe I had the strength to tell it. Just truly, truly terrifying. An evil, evil stranger who came in to a wonderful couple's house. Thank you so much for getting through that entire podcast episode because it was hard for even me to tell it. I love you all so much and thank you for sticking with me for 31 days of absolute terror. I love you. Now please give me some of your money on Venmo right now. I need it so bad. See you tomorrow.